the time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Just in, the Minnesota Vikings are the greatest team in the history of the National Football League. That's it. Did you notice the music played so much longer? I know. I hate you it. took your headphones off, and I was like, I do that every no. week now. It's just brutal. I can't listen to it. <laughs> do you? Is it the song itself? Do you want to? You know what? I don't think we can change up songs. People are so used to it. They they attribute it to our show. You're real concerned with people. We could get rid of it if we wanted to. <laughs> you know, I, I am concerned with people because that's kind of what makes the fact that we can do this show possible. So that's just me. You watched the Vikings game? Oh, it was the, the most entertaining game I have seen this year. It was, I mean, do you, did you watch any of it? I watched the fourth quarter of it. Yeah. I mean, the fourth quarter was like probably the best part of it. It was amazing. The Justin Jefferson catch was pretty remarkable. I've been saying all year. They both many had one-handed catches. Stephon Diggs, too. Yeah. Jeff, Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in football. They're fi- people are finally getting on board. It was like a revelation when I was watching stupid get up on ESPN this morning and SportsCenter. Like, you know, he might be the best. Yeah, he was the best last year, probably, too, aside from Cooper Cup and the year before. So the Vikings are for real. I'm I going to don't remember you saying that he was the best, but I've been saying Justin Jefferson is that he's in the 2020 draft class. He was the whole part of the discussion last week. You, you did say out. that. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't tune out. I was there. I, I appreciate it. No, I know you were there. Tuned oh, out. Yeah. You just, you were there. Exactly. <laughs> did not tune out. You're a liar. You were there. You're a liar. Um, at some point there has to be some sort of hobby relevance with that team. I just have to think at some point it's got to be happening. When you I'm, say hobby relevance, what do you mean by that? What do you think I mean by that? Do you mean just winning like a championship or something like that? Or because I think they have no, hobby. No, we're sticking with this hobby. relevance. I think they have hobby relevance in the sense that people still appreciate them. Their card values. Like as far as Jefferson being up cousins 
we talked about That's this fair. earlier. And given the Jeffs and Jeff, I mean the uh, cousins thing. This was actually kind of funny. The cousins thing is in it's sad. Uh, the 2012 Prism Kirk Cousins. There's a pop of 33 of these things for the PSA 10. It goes for 115. dollars I don't. I mean, does that not blow your mind? Like you. What are they now? They're seven and one, eight and one, nine and one. No, eight and they one. They are eight and one. It doesn't make also, sense that it's that cheap. It's also first year prism. And again, this is not a go and buy Kirk Cousins cars. I've never had that inclination in my life. I don't know that I ever will, <laughs> but it is interesting. So Justin Jefferson, I think deserves more love than he gets. I, I do think that this team, again, they just beat the bills. I think they were down at one point, man, weren't they down 14, nothing. They were down. Oh, there, early. Was a, there was a gap. Yeah, for sure. It was. And then the, the other story is, I mean, Josh Allen again, late in games, but I don't even mind the bad decisions. Cause I still think he's phenomenal, but when he throws the first interception, which happened uh, early in the fourth, I believe, and then tried to tackle the guy. Hey, Josh, get away. I, I don't need, I thought he, you, you just don't want him to hurt himself, dude. You don't need your star quarterback. And he stayed down the field for a minute. I was like, yeah, if you just ripped your like Toyo rotator cuff doing that. Yeah. But having said that, I love that he's a competitor and wants to. But, dude, the Vikings are the story in the league. The Vikings and the Dolphins. It is Carlos weird. is Dolphins, by the way. Carlos is a big fan. They're 7 Producer and 0 with 2 now. Did you watch, though, before we go to the Dolphins game, the fact that the Bills shouldn't even gone to overtime? Like, that one play was uh, ruled a catch, but it was definitely incomplete. I did not they see did, that. They just didn't challenge it. Um, but, yeah, it was... It was definitely should have just been a Vikings the, win. Oh, should, you think the Vikings should have won in oh, regulation? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, three bad turnovers by Allen late in the game, but whatever. The Bills are going to be there at the end. But I do at some point, I'm just curious, and I don't have an answer for this, but I do wonder at what point does the hobby look and say, and again, we're going only quarterback because it's 2022 and it's the world we live in. But at what point is it, hey, we've got a guy who's crazy cheap on a team that is has the second best record in all of football and he's super attainable right now. And not to mention the fact that this team could easily win a playoff game or two because you have Dalvin cooks, another guy phenomenal at running back and he's healthy. So you have like stars at all the skill positions, including on the defensive end, by the way, a defensive side of the ball. I do. I start to wonder with that, like at what point, and this kind of leads to one of the things we mentioned earlier when we were off air is people like just forget about things or it takes too long for someone to get there. Yeah. And so the spike is, and there's two good examples in the league this year. Kirk Cousins is one. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith, despite being putrid yesterday, is another. If Geno is a rookie, second, even third-year guy who comes out to this kind of a start, yeah, stuff blows up. But he's been in the league 10 years almost. It does seem like the longer you're in, even if you you have to do more the longer you're in. That's kind of the message well, your I've basketball been seeing. example was Kevin Durant. Yes. It's the exact same thing. Kevin Durant's going to put up 30 and 40 and every now and again and play unbelievable and be a top five guy in the league. But no one cares. It doesn't do as much as if he was, again, a first, second, third, fourth year guy who's averaging that kind of. Yeah. You made the point too off air that if they win playoff games and or championships, that's really what you think would cause them to be moved in value. Correct. For guys like that, it's postseason success and nothing else, especially for Durant. For Durant, it's probably specifically, I mean, not just like a first round postseason win. Durant has to do more than that. Kirk Cousins wins a big playoff game tomorrow, mm-hmm. even a first round game. It's probably, it probably does something for him, but yeah, he's kind of like my, when does it kick in type thing? Speaking of kicking in Ooh. this segment brought to you by the monster. Oh. 
I don't know. Whoever brings, I don't even know what that means. I want to hear your stupid, uh, no, excuse me. I'm sorry, being supportive today. What? Give us the rundown for the show. Oh my God. See that? Did you guys hear what just happened? I was begging him off air to get rid of the sound effect. It's gonna, I'm gonna literally have to start a, a group message with me, you, and Simmons to get rid of that thing. The rundown. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more of football pricing, maybe Rogers, Brady, uh, at least one of them may be having a comeback in pricing uh, NBA. We've got some new releases to talk about. I want to touch on Pokemon for a second. So buckle up for that. And then we've got a nice, big, healthy mailbag. Yeah, today will be the biggest mailbag segment we've done in a long time. Cause I only have a few other minutes to touch on. And I said that originally, like, we want to go to mailbag. My mom is moving in today from from Massachusetts. I cannot wait to see your so mom. She's a delight. We are we are checking out of this show. Checking right into mailbag. Um, yeah, the other couple quick Big picture. Oh God, <laughs> he did not see it coming, folks. He did not I see hate it coming. You so hard right now. Oh my God, why is it so loud? <laughs> Oh God! I hope you, never mind. So many thoughts. I can't wait to help your parents move. Car accident. Heart. Yep. I hope as soon as we're done. I hope as Which soon do as you we're prefer? Done, car accident or heart? No, as soon as we're done moving in, just car, like a car accident <laughs> pays out better. It's an accidental thing. I think I they pay care. out double. Oh, tell you what, that heart is that heart pays out double, buddy. There'll be no more big picture. Um, the Giants are now seven and two. Mean Daniel Jones playing again, very effective. Mm-hmm. His pricing has reflected that, but at some point, that's another team. I think guys are like, man, if, if they're 10 and three at some point here, and they have actually have a, I believe they have one of the easier schedules the second half of the season, like him and Saquon. When do people start looking at that? I think it's interesting. Rogers with a phenomenal comeback against the Cowgirls. That team, by hey, the way, buddy. Cowgirls are the cheerleaders and they are not to be downplayed. Dude, they do a great 14, job. Nothing like that team. Oh, Rogers is a good quarterback. Supposedly. Ro- I mean, Rogers was good, but it was the run. Aaron Jones was unbelievable, but it is good to see Rogers winning games. And then Brady, I thought looked as good as we've seen him look in quite some time. Not phenomenal, but that was even also that wide receiver. Good- <laughs> Why? Yeah, Why I didn't did get they that. do they that? They were moving the ball. Great. Why you know, are you I have a theory. I think it's because it's they're in Germany and they're trying to spice things up or something and trying to draw more eyes to the game. The Germans are over there eating sauerkraut every day. I lived with a German family for six months. I can say this. Did you really? Yeah. When I got what out of German high school. Family? <laughs> what, was last, what was their last name? Yeah. Uh, uh, if it was Hitler, George, bro, don't was, say it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It was George last name. Oh, okay. I specifically remember. This is a fun story. You know what? We'll mix it up. Yeah, let's hear it. I was living in the basement apartment over there for free, by the way. They were just totally what? charity case. They were unbelievable. Georges sound great. I get up at one point. The first or second Saturday I'm there. I hear a buzzing noise because it was like a finished part of the basement. But when you open the door, yeah. like out of my little space, it was kind of like an unfinished basement. Okay. Very nice, though. I walk out. I've got the husband, the oldest child who was young, like, I don't know, six, something like that. And then the younger one in line from tallest to shortest sitting on stools and the wife behind him just just like buzzing the hair. Uh, and I sat down. I was like, you know what? I'll take a haircut. Next in line, baby. Buzz the four of us right there. And that's where you got the iconic haircut you have today. That is a true story. <laughs> I Pepper miss Ma- them every Pepper day. Massachusetts. Great people. Super friendly. Oh, my okay, goodness. Okay, cool. There the Georges go. were great. Yep. I hope they're listening to this. Germany. I don't I, I don't know why they did that play. I have no idea. But the rest of the game, I was excited to see. Um, it was nice to see Brady actually throwing the ball down the field some. So Tom that was good. Perform. I'd mentioned this to you as well. And that's His a good card, team they beat. The I don't know if it's because of that game specifically or just the fact that they've won two in a row now and people maybe think the bleeding stopping, but the 2000 Bowman Chrome PSA 10 had did jump a thousand dollars. It sold on the seventh for eighty three hundred. It sold yesterday 
for ninety three hundred. I only paid fifteen five, so that's good. You're it's close. It's moving back up. Though. Yeah, that is nice. Right to direction. Say. Okay, Roger. The but Rogers th- is not the only other kid I want to talk about. Christian Watson. Um, Christian Watson is. You know him. You I do. Know. Okay, thank goodness. Uh, I, I don't know if he's a rookie. I believe he's a rookie wide receiver for Green Bay. Oh, okay. I have not paid any attention to him all year, but he had a monster game yesterday. And this is kind of my long shot speculation. You know, with guys like Rodgers, Brady, even Peyton was like this. When you find a guy, you have to have that moment where all of a sudden this guy proves, hey, he's going to go up and fight for the ball. He's going to run the correct routes or whatever. Okay. Christian Watson had three touchdowns yesterday. Looked phenomenal. Maybe this is the spark that the Packers offense needs. Is there some world where this kid emerges as an actual number one reliable receiver in Green Bay? Could have just been a flash in the pan. I really don't know. But his stuff is stupid cheap. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, it was crazy cheap three days ago. Now his autos are going for twenty to forty dollars because he's got like gold standard. He has a certified. He's There's got a, a couple Panini Rewards Color Blast auto that goes for just sold for thirty one dollars today. Okay. Um, yeah, and and I bet that card was ten dollars a week ago. He was the thirty fourth pick, so he was like super early in the second round. So obviously he came in with some hype, but he has not sold. I mean, if you again, his pricing took a noticeable spike yesterday. But I mean, at those prices, that's not a bad card to take a flyer on, I guess. If you think he's a kid who's going to be Roger's guy, then yeah, I think it gets interesting. But anyways, I just want to at least give him a shout out. Like there's a guy. The other reason I do that is the more we talk to people who go to shows, our buddy Tim and other people, mm-hmm. every show, it's like, oh, I just came back. And this guy who came out of nowhere, it was Gino two months ago, mm-hmm. still sitting in the $5 box. Now the cards are 50. Christian Watson stuff is probably sitting in the uh, same thing, value boxes. The kid looks like he might be able to play, at least momentarily. So, you know what, though? The one person that we haven't really talked about that, well, I mean, we've talked slightly, Mahomes. I feel That's like quarterback in football, by the way. We, can, we, can we stop with all this garbage, too? I don't understand why we go out of our way to find the guy and anoint him the greatest. And then we do everything <laughs> we, we can to be like, well, you know, Josh trash Allen, him. Burrow. The, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. We took away his number one weapon in Tyreek Hill, who's showing you how good he is in Miami. Patrick Mahomes is still the guy. It is funny because it's pri- his pricing kind of shows that because while everybody else is still hitting that like uh, bottom resistant line of like pre-COVID pricing, his has stayed above pre-COVID pricing. And in the last few weeks, it, he dropped like this last week um, just slightly, but he he was up to like still $830 as of a week ago um, for Wait, his dude. 2017 Donruss rookie. He's got almost 3,000 yards, completion percentage of 67, 25 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and 106 quarterback rating. What are we, what are we, I mean, are we good here? I do think that they are in line to, because I mean, like he goes up against Jalen Hurts or something like that. I don't think there's a a chance. What are you talking about? Like if they make it to the playoffs or, or Super Bowl or anything like that, I do think that Mahomes has this. That's just my humble opinion. It has well, I'm so sorry. I don't know what like, you're trying I, to say. I think that they will win. I think my call is the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I think oh, they I, go all the way. Yeah, I would. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Here's the only thing they have going against them. They do have a pretty tough schedule, although not as tough as I mean it is. So they've got the Chargers, which is a tough game. I mean, it's an in division game. It's in San Diego or in uh, Los Angeles. The Rams, but that team's a mess now. And Cooper Cup may be out. They're at Cincinnati, which is tough. At Denver is always a tough game because it's a divisional. Texans at home against the Broncos at the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, that team's winning 12 or 13 games probably. Okay. So at least we are established that Mahomes may not be the worst investment out there. 
Yeah. So this comes back to just the fundamentals. Do you think we're at the floor of the market? Have we hit kind of near the bottom or at the bottom? Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then yeah, because the kid is. I think that's the problem I have with him is that he, like I mentioned, he is so far still above where he was pre-COVID pricing that, I mean, but it's, it's not like he's on a huge spike. It's just that the fact that he's not at that floor means that he could fall conceivably if he didn't perform. Yeah. So there you go. There's some opening NFL notes, a couple of quick buys for the week because lately every one of the people I've decided to buy even to flip or to invest in has just tanked. So if you own these guys, I apologize. Now I bought a couple of John Morant silvers, which I was excited about prism rookie silvers. I think I bought a nine, five and maybe a raw. Uh, I'm high on jaw. The kid scores in such crazy bunches. I just think we're going to see, you know, weekly or momentary spikes in that guy. So, and I bought him mainly to flip during the season. It's not a long-term hold. I then bought a couple Joker cards it is shocking. I've not been paying much attention to his market. Mm-hmm. I bought a PSA 10 prism rookie and a PSA 10 select rookie. The pop on the select is nothing. It's like a few hundred and the prism is not much. It may be 1500. I paid 625 for both. I don't know. If you had asked me a year ago, I would have bought in the prism for more than that by itself. I know the market has adjusted. I don't think button is a word. Botten and a button, a bunch of them, <laughs> a button gotten uh, stupid cheap. Again, that guy may go down over the next month because the whole market keeps going down. But I just thought, whatever. He's a back-to-back MVP winner on a team that's like nine and four, eight and four, something like that, playing really well. I'm in on the Joker. So when that stuff tanks, you have one guy to thank. And I do, didn't both, you say you also bought a Zion card recently? Or yeah, you bought some week. Zion. Was, was it silver? Ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did his his base just dropped to a new low. Um, but his was silver like one sixty one seventy. Uh, his first base. Yeah. Uh, no, it was like 120. Oh, not consistently though. Those bases are moving all day on Facebook for much more than that. I mean, right now, the last, uh, confirmed sale on card letter was 127. Yeah. What's the one before that? Mm, I don't know. Let me see. Yeah. I don't buy that for a second. Uh, the last one before that was 163. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking hundred. Yeah. I was going to say, cause it's, I not, mean, it was yesterday's price. It's one card. Those things are moving all day on Facebook for a buck 50 to a buck 75. If the card transacts all the time. Wow, someone's pretty defensive about Zion. I don't own any of those cards, so I don't really care. But I have my silver, and the last one of those did fourteen hundred. So deal with that. I'm just saying, bro. Don't shoot the messenger. No, when the messenger says dumb things, you can shoot. It's him. not a dumb thing. Okay, I I'm looking up last sales. Here's a little good news. He did have another one sell after that for one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, so it was an outlier. Okay. Okay. Was the was the case cracked? Was it a shady seller? It's an eBay sale. Yeah. I'd like to know fair. the details because that's not real. The other thing I bought, which I was pumped about, 1984 sealed box of Topps football has your boy, Dan Marino, John Elway, Eric Dickerson. I'm forgetting other people. Did you buy this after our talk uh, or on the last episode? Somebody was advertising on Facebook. Guy I've done some business with. So I was like, hey, I'm buying that because I'm going to break it by the huh. pack on Card Shop Live. Yeah. I'm literally just going to sell it. I was thinking about how to do it. I'm going to mark the prices up a little bit because I'll do, we'll just do free SGC grading. If you hit a big rookie, we'll okay. grade it for free. And then I might mix in like a full size autographed jersey, but. Interesting. I don't know. I just thought it'd be kind of fun. I've never ripped a box like that. It looked like it was in really good shape. So. Hey, why not? Everybody's yeah. whining about ultra modern. Here's some old stuff. Man, I hope it's not a bunch of Austin Powers cards. Yeah, kind of. You kind of wish it was though. I you mean, wouldn't hate just for me the views. Like, it, no, that's not why. How I, much did you pay for it? Uh, thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred mm-hmm. for one box. Wow. But it's old school. I mean, those yeah. rookies sell for big cash. So no, I mean that'd be awesome. Okay. Um, release week. Release week. Oh, you want to do your Pokemon thing? I did just want to touch on it just for a second. Actually, I got a Pokemon card back yesterday. What did you get? 
Uh, it was a green guy, started with a V, and it was Japanese. The green V guy? Did you buy from I one of the guys on, on the app? I bought it on repacks on the app, and I graded it because I figured, why not? Came back in 8.5. I am green going guy, to... Japanese. I paid 40 bucks for the pack. So I'd like to know what it's worth. The green guy. Can you check that? Uh, Bulbasaur has got to be him. Um, I, v is in Victor, not B as in boy. The Bulbasaur. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Uh, so we, uh, we do have a couple of guys on the app um, that I was buying from over the weekend. Uh, Frankie packs and crafty gems. I want to give shout outs to them because I am still a very big novice when it comes to Pokemon. And one of the reasons for that is because I don't know what my card is worth necessarily. And the, the thing that I found from them was that eBay sales are fine, but the place that real Pokemon collectors sellers go to for pricing is a place called tcgplayer.com. This, it was so helpful to me just to go to the site to find each of the cards that I was pulling from this pack, what it's selling for at the lowest price right now, it makes it, I wish eBay would do something like this where it pulls that card. It tells you how many listings of that card are out there. And then it tells you what the lowest price is, what it's selling for. And it also gives you graphs of that sell. Um, it's very, very helpful, but bottom line, what do you, Dear Lord, I'm sorry. You talk about me tuning out. Um, people are going to come to you and be like, "Hey, remember when Jesse was talking about Pokemon?" You're going to be like, "I killed myself during that segment." Um, anyways, if you are at all interested in getting into Pokemon, the reason I'm even talking about this too and why I started buying into it was because I put up a poll in the Facebook group. So, as far as the Pokemon goes, the most investable product, as far as non-sports goes, seems to be. This and if you want to know what your pricing is or what your value of that card is, TCG Player seems to be a super helpful resource. That's what those guys said on the app as far as uh, Frankie packs and T uh, Crafty Gems. If you guys have questions, go on there. You can ask them while they're live. They'll tell you everything you need to know. That's Venusaur all. is the guy's Venusaur. Name. Oh, Venusaur, sure. <laughs> it looks like it's selling for fifteen bucks raw. I'm so glad that you found it. I well, got that's an eight the thing. five. I was, and that's what I also love is like these packs are like five to ten dollars, and well, I pulled like was, this is a repack. Oh, okay, forty bucks. Well, they like this was from uh, Silver Tempest, some new Pokemon product, and they were selling these packs for like five to ten bucks, and I pulled two different thirty dollar cards out of them, like raw. I, I mean, I, I was very happy with that. Anyways, there you go. If you're interested in non-sports and you want to start looking into Pokemon, that's a helpful resource for you. Not a ton of graded cards of these, I'll tell you that. Well, that's a thing. If they graded as a 10, it'd be worth 400 bucks. That's a, like when I looked at some of the be all right here. the grading on some of these, it's absolutely insane what like a, a 10 will go for. So just, uh, right. I, and it's, it's not just the, the poll in the Facebook group. A lot of guys like in other, um, where was it? When I was talking to, uh, what's his name? Jason over at, um, Shep's sports cards in Hendersonville. His name is Shep. Well, his first name is Jason. Shep. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. What did he introduce he himself was just to you as? Jason. Oh, really? Yeah. When he came over at the card show in Franklin. But anyways, they were, a lot anymore. of these guys are selling huge amounts of Pokemon. It's not just for kids. Um, well, it really is. But if you guys want to start investing in it, there you go. All right. New release? New release. Uh, two this week. 2022 Tops Allen and Ginter Baseball. It's dirt cheap. It's a super random, weird product. Uh, you get a bunch. You know, you have some decent chases in there, SPs. You have to be very cognizant of what you pull. 
This one will have a variation on the back. This one will have a missing logo on the front. There's a lot of just different variations and SPs that could do well. It's also a big set product still. I don't like it that much, quite frankly. It's just not for me. It's not something I've ever been all that interested in. And we didn't get a card in it this year. So I really hate it now. Thanks for nothing, Tops. Um, so yeah, Alan and Ginter, though, I mean, do you have pricing? What is it, like 90 bucks, 100 bucks? 120. Okay. I, I just found out too from GTS. I got three loose boxes. So I'll be dumping those on the app for just cheap. Just That's one of those you rip a few. Hopefully somebody buys them. You have fun. I do like the, the non-sports cards that end up in there. There are some wild. This is a product, like I said, a couple of years ago, I pulled a like a World War One soldier relic that sold for like 150 bucks. What? Yeah. That's cool. The other one coming out this week, though, it's actually interesting on Wednesday. It's a new release, new product, 2022 Topps Cosmic. What is this product? Co- Topps Cosmic? This is brand new? I'm guessing you did not look this up. No, no, no I've got it. Okay. Got yeah, pricing. it's brand new this year. I believe the thought behind it was more of like cool designs, hard to hit inserts, not so much just, hey, there's five autographs per pack. Oh, it's a 200 card base set. Yep. 24 packs, four cards per pack. Okay. Uh, $250. Does it have like an auto, anything like that, like ratio what you hit per pack? It just, this is, I don't know what this is, but it says it has one nucleus refractor card per bat box. Yeah. So there's your box hit. Okay. That's kind of the, I actually think, though, this one's going to do well. The design on this is actually really nice. It's super different than anything else Topps has done, at least in my opinion, recently. And again, it's not just a, a an autograph-heavy product. I do like that every once in a while we get back to a product that, hey, this is just a really nice base set, and there's a bunch of hard-to-hit parallels. I'm okay yeah, with something that. Something called Supernova and Youth Invasion are the short print inserts in there. Okay. Um, the Invasion card looks kind of cool, the Youth Invasion. That's what I mean. I think Topps actually stepped it up. I mean, lately, if you said, like, what are the best-looking inserts out there? Every, everything is Panini. It's the yeah. Kaboom, the Downtown, the Stained Glass. You don't like the manga, but I do. Color Blast. The manga, but a lot of people do the manga. This is kind of my—it almost seems like this is Topps response. Like, hey, we can actually make nice-looking cards, too. So It is cool to see them doing that. All right. That's, that's Hard a to get, too, by the way. I got none allocated, which my GTS account is tiny. I literally just use it to talk about crap on the show. Well, didn't GTS—weren't they the ones that basically got their Topps— card the tops chrome pulled from them wasn't that well, gta fanatics in general so they won't be working with them until after the, until after the or excuse me after the first year they will no longer be which that just makes me think like even though that doesn't go into effect till the first year they the probably so oh it so is. Is southern i think fanatics and tops are going to sell a lot of this direct makes sense i mean so. that's the way they're going yep um okay cool so talk uh are you for 250 dollars though you're down with that i thought it was a little i, I don't know why i had in my head it was like 180 bucks yeah. Okay. That's I, I'd want to see the demand for it before I go dumping two fifty into a personal box. When does Bowman come out? Twenty third. Twenty third. That's gonna Next be big. One. Well, yeah, as soon as they start releasing, we do need to line up a prospect guy. Uh if you're and I don't want somebody who's like, hey, I talked about it once to my friend. <laughs> but if you're an actual prospect guy, we would like to get you on the show next week because I would like to do a preview when once they release the checklist. Or if you know like of somebody. If you know a, a prospect guy. Or Carlos, do we know any baseball prospect guys on the ringer? Anybody off the top of your head? Or ask Raven. No, Raven, uh, Raven does not know. And I don't either. Dog. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we're looking into it. Um are we? Because he doesn't we're looking <laughs> into know. it. Okay. <laughs> Next. Um, did you have any other releases that no. you wanted to talk about? None. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, I think that brings us to a couple notes before we hit mailbag. Just two things that we're doing giveaways for. Um, and I think you guys are going to like this because you typically respond well when we give away wax. So first off, uh, big thanks to So Rare. Last week, they gave away 
basketball tickets. Um, if you entered the common contenders competition again, all for free, uh, the winner of that got two tickets to the game of their choice. And for this coming week, it's going to be a little different. Um, we are going to be giving something away. Oh, I'm sorry. The winner was Tob to B. Uh, so congratulations. Also, um, there's a signed basketball going to lasso loons. Congratulations to you guys. I only came in 47,000 place, so not bad. I feel like I'm going to do better this week. Uh, but this week, if you sign up your lineup on common contenders by Friday, you will be entered to win a, what is it like $300 bucks? Yep. Of recon. Yeah. 2020, uh, the new, yeah. 2021, 22 recon. Nice. Okay. So we are going to be giving it away. We'll mail it to you guys. Uh, if any of you win or live, you want to break it live on the show. I'll I bring mean, it live on the show think, for him. Winner gets the pick. We can't, but I absolutely um, can. Well, we can't because we don't know who the person is. They may not actually be a listener. Uh, it could be a guy in the middle of Hungary. So that's Tell just him to get some food. <laughs> um, so, anyways, right we're going to give away a box there. We're also doing a, another competition, uh, a little bit smaller group of individuals. Anybody who signs up for a new pristine auctions account using the code nonsense will uh, get a box of Panini black. That's going to run all the month of November. Um, So you sign up for a new account, enter nonsense. You will be entered to win a box of Panini black, and you'll also get a hundred dollar credit in your account. So boom, bam, mailbag, enter before the end of the month. Mailbag. Mailbag. Our first question. We've been doing this like two hours today. No, not at all. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that either. <laughs> do, do you have fun doing the show still? At times. Why don't you have as much fun anymore? What do you think it on. is? You do. I that's have a busy the problem. Life. And that's the if problem. If I had the Jesse life, busy. I'd be in here just living it. Well, you choose to make yourself busier. I don't know why you put so much on your plate. Just living the dream. You I got to gotta provide for people. <laughs> you are helping your parents. That's really sweet. I can um, do a lot that provides for the show, too. You got a lot going on with this brand. As listen, do you. listen, we can still have fun. I want you to have fun. I'm having a great time. Mailbag. I'm glad. <laughs> Get rid of the, the rundown. I'll have fun. That's <laughs> never going to happen. that against you. It'll never happen. Tam Tran wants to know. <laughs> what oh, is your problem? That is we a, have a new person asking a question that's never asked the question before, and you have a problem. TT, that is a great name. TT, to listen, to, Tam, uh, Tam. Let me set the let me set the schedule for you here. Tam, let me set the scene. Tam, Tam. I have a man who's six five, <laughs> large person sitting across from me, getting smaller. He's got um, shoes on today. I've hit my feet multiple times because of his long legs <laughs> crossing the table. Just in a black hoodie with a goofy smile and comb over. <laughs> and I, I just hear Tam Tran like that. It's just. It's not. It's a funny thing to hear. It's not a name that I, I was expecting you to just start uttering. That's where the laughter comes you from. You know what, Tam? You brought joy to his heart. Yep. And that's Jesse all I can wanted ask. joy. He's got joy. Here that's, we go. This is actually a good question, too. Tam Tran wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Let me Stop. ask. Why do you have to keep saying his name? Just move on. We're past the name. TT, do you think. Kobe autos will be more expensive than LeBron in five to 10 years from now. No. Okay. Well, you- and again, this depends on the card. Super hard to find apples to apples with these two. That's the other thing. For example, LeBron, at least right now mm-hmm. has never signed with Panini. So there's no flawless NT. There's none of that. He's old school upper deck pro uniform. A lot of it, old school upper deck, which is crazy expensive. 
Kobe is expensive, but Kobe also signed everything under the sun. I remember you've said this. Yeah, a, Kobe a few and times. Peyton Manning are the two most uh, for superstars signed more than anybody in the history of the earth. Um, Kobe stuff got got crazy expensive in the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously after he died. But uh, Tam even made a point uh, below. He says, "I see a ton of Kobe autos at shows from two to three thousand for stickers, four to five thousand above. I haven't seen any LeBron pro uniform at those low prices." And you won't like LeBron pro stuff is again, it just doesn't have it. It's old school upper deck, which has a super premium with it because that's what, you know, real elite basketball guys like old school upper deck products. Interesting. So in general, so no, I don't think Kobe will ever outsell LeBron. If you go apples to apples, unless LeBron were to change and start signing. If LeBron starts signing a ton for Panini, do I think his flawless on card patch auto like Kobe? Mm -hmm. Like I had a chance to buy that card at the show for three grand. Oh, um, Oh, you weren't there. But this is yeah. young YouTube kid. By the way, he bought a bunch of stuff from Nate Burns, Grand Slam. Uh-huh. And I, we didn't make the video because I was pretty uh, pretty blunt about a few things. Because he came over and was trying to sell me stuff. And I was like, okay. And I heard pricing. And I was like, this is like laughable. I, he just released a YouTube video the other day, though. And I went and watched it because I saw him dealing with Nate. Oh, yeah. And it was just funny to see the stuff he bought and what he was trying to pawn it off to me at. Oh, that's... Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it works out for you. I don't know. I've always said I don't trust anybody at a car show on a turtleneck. So you've said that so many times, especially like a young little dude who's never heard a podcast <laughs> in his life. Just kids are like half our age. Point being, I don't think by and large, unless the licensing deal with LeBron changes, if okay. LeBron all of a sudden just starts flooding it out and, and going crazy, um, signing Panini stuff after the first couple of years, maybe. But even then, if he does that, his first couple of years of flawless NT immaculate would be unbelievably, and I actually have no idea what his contract is with Upper Deck. I don't, I don't have any idea what it means. So I, I would think if you ask me in ten years, apples to apples, what is outselling the other? Mm-hmm. I think LeBron's outselling Kobe still. Um, do you? How many autos do you think that Panini's still sitting on of Kobe's? Oh, I don't know. It's like sticker books and redemption yeah. cards that have him. I have no idea. That's interesting to think it's about. It's a shame too, because in a lot of years he was a redemption. We pulled a Kobe redemption out of 2017 Cornerstones a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah, right after he had passed, and it was already expired. So I, I just didn't. Oh, interesting. The card was expired, as was Kobe. Oh. So dual expiration. Thanks, Tam Tran. See, we're um, on Simmons Network. We can make Kobe jokes. If Larry Bird died tomorrow, <laughs> there'd be no ill you talk. Don't of, you dare say a word. How dare you? Our Jeremy, boy, our boy J- uh, Bryce got a nice Larry Bird. Oh, he did. Are you, how do you feel about that? You know, you're not happy price, about that. that. <laughs> Jeremy Davis wants to know, in the past, we've seen pricing spikes when MVP awards and Hall of, Famers induction, uh, Hall of Fame inductions were announced. Is this a thing of the past or maybe a product of that player's popularity? I do think in general it's a thing of the past. I think really the biggest movement obviously comes from a championship. I still think we'll see bumps because of retirement. But yeah, MVP, Hall of Fame, I don't know. It started a couple of years ago with the Garnett, Duncan, Kobe class, and we saw no bump. Now, granted, the market was kind of correcting then, but I don't know. I think some of those things are probably things of the past. Uh, John Boren, he goes on this. to talk yeah. about, Ask uh, him about Panini. Yeah, he just wants to have someone from Panini, not just to talk about Crown, Crown Royal. Asked, just we we have general. asked multiple times, John. We I've responded to him on the Facebook group. We can't get anybody to respond. If we could get a Panini rep to come back on and talk, we would absolutely ask him about. We've got our Panini meeting tomorrow, don't we? We could maybe just ask them on the call. Good, because, I, yeah, I'd like some sort of a state. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to hear the same answer I keep getting. But uh, Tyler Rodriguez, do you think Kabooms and Downtowns being available in, a, in NFL retail packs will hurt the long-term value? Read the last sentence of this one. NBA are hobby exclusives. Yeah, it is interesting. I did not realize that. I, this is just a fact that has gone clear over my short little beautiful skull. Wow. Conceded um, much? I said short. 
<laughs> I didn't know that some of those hits are not in retail and NBA. Yeah. But you, it makes sense. So, cause as soon as I read this question earlier today, I thought, you know, you do see these all the time out of retail, out of uh, all over the place for football. So long-term then, yeah. I mean, it obviously means there's a much higher production. So I think it ca- it will always keep a, like a limit on the value those things will see. Whereas an NBA, they're still unbelievably hard to hit. So I think the value will always be there. Great point, by the way, Tyler. I did not know that though. Uh, Jason Tennant, we kind of already answered. No, unfortunately we're not in the Allen Ginter set. He goes on to say, if we're not, what would be some nonsense you would suggest for that set this year? Putting us in. There you go. Besides us being in there. I don't know. You know, it's a weird, yeah, because they put in so many random things. Yeah. I don't really know. I find it interesting. Why, why do they do that? Like, why is it no not idea. an all sport product? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say uh, put Homer Simpson in there. That's what I'd like to see. Uh, Mark Turner. What is the long-term value of a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Um, he goes on to talk about how great he is, but he's got a spotty playoff record. Sure. This is an interesting one because Rogers is very much in that same league, same class as a Peyton and as a Drew Brees. I think if you ask most football fans, another good question, by the way, I really like this one, but if you ask most football fans, does Peyton's hobby value come anywhere near his on field performance? It's no, he's underrated in that respect. Cause he's, I think most people have him top five in their list. Top three after Brady and Montana. I think he is in the mix for me at anywhere from three to six. But his hobby value is not like that. Now, some of his crazy high end, his contenders is unbelievably hard to find with an autograph that's not faded. I'm not talking about that. But the fact that you can go out and buy PSA 10 or BGS 9.5 rookies of his for a couple hundred dollars is pretty remarkable. Like that he is that cheap. Okay. So if I look at him in that same way with Drew Brees, by the way, a lot of Drew Brees stuff, again, for as good as he was, he has a Super Bowl. Rodgers has the one Super Bowl. Peyton has one where he was very good. Another one, he was average at best. So if I start looking at it there, Roger stuff is more expensive right now than those other two guys I just mentioned mm-hmm. in 15 years. If he doesn't win another championship and if he goes out looking rough, like he's looked this year, yeah. then, then my forecast in 15 years is, Oh, well I, I still think lasting value wise, Peyton is going to be viewed as greater than Rogers. And he's probably on par, maybe a little bit ahead of Drew Brees. Well, then I think he's, I don't think he's a great buy for that. The, well, the, the, however, if he wins a Super Bowl between now and then, okay, sure, that's a whole different game changer. He would get such a boost from that; it would never come down. But if you said just right now, based on the path it looks like he's on and where that team is is going and, mm-hmm. and not going, no, I would rather have Peyton Manning cards that I could get for you know forty percent of a discount compared to Aaron Rodgers. I was looking up before the show Aaron Rodgers pricing on his uh, 05 tops PSA research 10. boy. <laughs> See that nickname. <laughs> I like it when you do voices too. It's fun. Do another one. No, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, I said it. It's not a voice. It's a funny catchphrase. Um, But his pricing is still above his COVID pricing, um, his pre-COVID pricing. In fact, even a little more uh, than his post-COVID pricing. I'm trying to think though. Has he won two MVPs since then? He's at least won the one I was thinking. Last year. Yeah. But that's, I think the hobby's taking that into consideration because like we've talked about a lot of these guys who have performed well to oh, by okay. the way, 20 and 21. So, oh, so since pre COVID he's won back to back MVPs. So I think the hobby's taking that into consideration and when they're keeping that pricing runs. above yep, yeah. deep playoff runs in both. It's justified, but I just mean if nothing else changes on his, his career resume, mm-hmm. 
Like, do I, I don't put him ahead of Peyton. Like, and okay. Peyton also did that in a non-passing league for the first number of years. Like it wasn't, you didn't have guys going off for 4,500 every single year. Yeah. Like when okay. Peyton and Brady were rookies in their first few seasons, it was a running league where you could absolutely demolish wide receivers and you could hit quarterbacks. And there was no penalty. It was a different league back then. And that's why it's so impressive to me that Peyton still did that flawed in the postseason. Yeah. Drew Brees, by the way, same thing came up in 2001. You know, so I think when we look back, we're going to see unbelievably inflated stats for some of these new guys. You know, Matthew Stafford and I don't know who's another guy who just won't retire. Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan are two guys who are going to have better numbers, career numbers, yards, touchdowns, all that than Mm -hmm. almost any other quarterback in the history of the game. Mm -hmm. And they are nowhere near as great as 20 other quarterbacks in the history. So I think Rodgers is going to fall into that to a degree unless he gets another win. Yeah, great regular season guy, one ring. Hey, we saw that with Peyton, who did the same thing, got two rings, and oh, by the way, played in a league that was tougher back then. Man, I love these hot takes. These are well, good. I did some research. We we advertise this as a mailbag one. Yeah, yeah. And this, there were three questions in particular I really liked. The first one, there was this one. There's one more I don't remember. Uh, J.D. Pearson. It was not is this a- next one, but I like it. <laughs> I do like J.D. If Dwight Schrute collected sports cards, what do you think he'd PC? What sets would he try to complete? I think he's like, okay, you say it first. I mean, I if he's going to collect anything, I think it's probably going to be like an Allen and Ginter type of thing. See, I, I, garbage I, fail. Oh, well, he said sports cards. That's why I oh, said. Dang so it. I did think non-sports card would definitely be like a Dragon Ball Z, some kind of anime related. Well, it's non-sports Star Trek. Oh, well, he could be going after the manga prism cards. So that's also, uh, yeah, Star Trek. Um, Paul Luljack. As we get close to the end of the year, what has been your favorite release product so far and which product has been the most disappointing? Yeah, this is interesting. He didn't say sport or anything else. So it's, it's, I kind of went, so I have said this from the beginning and I, and I still like it. Panini three and two baseball to me was not my favorite, but was like a nice surprise. Okay. 220, 250 bucks. I actually liked what they did there. You like it because of the pricing and what you got for it. So the combination. Yeah, Yeah, the combination. Conversely, the one that came out last week, Panini one-on-one basketball, that is as nice as any product that comes out all year. It's unbelievably expensive, and you can get your face ripped off. What is the pricing on that? I don't remember what we talked about. A thousand bucks a box, probably. It's better than last year because it was going for like 1500 I think, for a long time. It's an awesome, awesome product. Like if, If I take value money out of it, like that's a super most disappointing was Topps Chrome. Came out without them because yeah. even though they've done the silver packs, by the way, and it did help, it yeah. does not make up for the fact that they are not just in the case. Yeah, it, it it's hurt that product severely, and I don't think it's going to recover. Um, I well, I talked about it before. I think the pricing has come up a little bit as far as like on the third party sellers because it was like I think it was like one hundred and twenty five, one hundred and thirty for a while, but it's up to like one hundred and fifty right now a box. Yeah, I mean that's just a tough. So that one was, and, and the timing, like that was the only big release. And for like a couple week window, uh, about a month, month and a half ago, and it came out and it, it coincided with the market itself, but it did. It, it was kind of a kick in the teeth to breakers, to guys who like to rip new wax. That one was tough for sure. Um, this is a I like kind of a one. longer question. You know I mean? Can I take this one from Don Getters? Sure. Go ahead. So if you look on the back of a lot of cards now, it just says not a, so like the piece of memorabilia yes. on Jersey cards. Hey, this isn't really associated with a specific game or event. You know, could we do something cool where they're game used or where you actually get some provenance behind it? Like, yeah. Hey, game used on this date, Tampa Bay played Miami. I just I, want their DNA on it. That's all I want. I bet you do. They would, I mean, that would be phenomenal. Um, and I guess like it, it, 
it's a shame that it doesn't happen like that. Will fanatics come in and take over and change that? Maybe I really don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've also been one too, where I like game use stuff and I like it mostly because the market values it so much more, but I would much rather have a, like a piece of memorabilia where it says like this, not associated with a specific game that is five colors than a single color game use piece. Oh, I okay. don't really like I'm buying it for the look of the card. I don't know. I've, it's always been interesting to me how much of a, of a premium game use has like, it's literally, well, and a, it's really cool when like someone has like a piece of dirt on it or it something is. like that. It's just like, so dirty up a manufactured Jersey piece. <laughs> because my thought is this, it's a one by one square inch of a piece of cloth worn by a guy. And you're telling me that is worth more than a one by one piece of cloth that I cut off from a, just an authentic fanatics Jersey. And put in a card. I don't yeah, know. It's okay. funny to me the like the things that have assigned value. That'll never change, by the way. Game used is like unbelievable. Yeah. And especially for big stuff, like Brady game used stuff, crazy premium. You know, so some of that, like it's it's not gonna change, but it is kind of funny to me. Um, I'm curious, as far as like the game used pieces of cloth uh, that go onto these cards. Has there ever been that you're aware of like anything that has like someone like got knocked in the mouth or something? There's blood on it. I'm sure there are. I don't know any specific examples. Okay. But I would guarantee there's blood, dirt, all that. Yep. There's just, also been examples where it's a signed piece of the Jersey. Mm-hmm. So they have like a jumbo Jersey on an autograph card mm-hmm. and there'll be a piece of autograph. Like you can see some of the autographing on the actual Jersey patch too, which is pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. Uh, the reason I asked is just, I remember from a few years ago that someone said you couldn't sell like, um, body parts or something like on eBay. I just wonder what they would do with a card that had blood on it. Um, Back to mailbag. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to also answer the second part of another office related question as far as memorabilia cards go? Oh yeah. If the actual mem card from the office existed, like an episode used, uh, what would it be? One with a piece of Michael's, the woman's suit. The mysterious. Thank you. I was yes. with the shoulder. I would like a piece of that shoulder pad. Yep. Yeah, another great one. The, the CPR doll. I want the face that he cuts. <laughs> That's fair. A piece of the lip. Or the unknown. Now, here we go. A little deep cut here. The unknown note that was in the teapot. Oh, they didn't even reveal that until no. I think like the last episode and or even something. Then I don't think they read it. No, they didn't. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what it says. It I would like enough. a piece of Michael's jersey from the basketball game. Oh, there you Season go. One. That was a little I went cross, with this. cross section. A little cross contamination DNA. Um, that is. I just want something of uh, uh, Stanley's anything. Okay. Crossword puzzle. Michael Glenn, where's the bottom of this market? I don't care about this question. Yeah, no, no offense. There. Like, Mike, I think we're close. But if you told me it kept dropping, okay. If you told me in a week it was rebounding, possible. I have been paying attention to some, like, financial stuff and, like, Bloomberg. And, and like, I have heard recently, hey, you know, the billionaires are buying back in. People are starting to view this as almost the end of it. I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe. But I, I don't know. And anybody who tells you they do know is totally full of nonsense, quite frankly. Um. Andrew Donnelly or Donnelly, excuse me, better chance of getting hobby love eventually defensive players in football or pitchers in baseball. I still don't understand the pitchers in baseball. I think they should. Steven Strasburg ruined that for everybody. I will go with defensive players in football only because what? of the popularity of that sport. Oh, okay. You know, by the way, let me do this. Cause I totally forgot to do this. I, I just got a text message. If I have one of these guys. Uh, Wednesday night, I got a free, that's why I did the video last night too. Wednesday night is the live virtual card show. I will be set up with a virtual show, uh, the monthly card show. Uh, I'll have like a booth. I have a little tutorial today. You'd be proud of me. Oh. I'm getting onboarded so I can show how to upload full, uh, files and pictures. Wow. JPEG. 
You know, I care nothing about this. I'm not involved in it. So talk all you want. JPEG. You've heard, you've heard the term. Uh, so yeah, you can buy from dealers there. You just pay one shipping rate. Everything ships to you. The other big difference with this, the monthly card show is you can sell to dealers as well. You send your stuff to the trade safe hub. They would then send to me. I am really setting up so I can hopefully buy a ton of stuff for the next repack or the next time I want to go live on card shop live. You know, but, speaking of you buy, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just, that's it. it. starts Wednesday night. I think it's six to midnight. I'll be there. <laughs> I will be there. Those are the hours of operation. Mm-hmm. I will be there for a couple hours. I'm not going to be up till midnight. Oh, okay, cool. Jesse hates, <laughs> hates, hates anything I do on the side or on my own. And I understand no, not it. on the side. It's okay. It's just a, um, I understand. No, that's good. I'm happy for you. I can't uh, wait to support your causes. I am so happy for you, bro. You know that. Stop. Um, the thing I was going to mention about you buying things, you've often talked about, we've talked about recently about you buying at 80%. I don't, I thought that was like a you thing. I think that's like a general, if you're spending a decent amount of money or maybe not even that I was, I was watching a sports card investor video um, where he was at a card show and that was the just flatline deal. I he's paying 80% of whatever was in that case, which I think the, the flip side of that coin though, well, I think the flip side of that coin is I think a lot of dealers take that into consideration. And I think they kind of mark things up to an additional 20% or something to offset some of these things. I do that too, by the way, I always mark myself up a little bit because guys, yeah, because everyone's going to talk you down and you've seen it at the show, by the way, I hate to negotiate. Mm -hmm. Like I, I could literally tell a guy, Hey, this card's a hundred bucks. Yeah. It sells for 109 on average. He would rather talk me down. (laughs) I'm trying to think of how to put this correctly. If I just have a hundred dollar card marked at a hundred bucks, yep. he's not buying it. But if I have a hundred a hundred dollar card marked at one hundred and twenty bucks, he's suddenly interested. He's like, you he's know like, what? what? What about a hundred? I'm like, sure. People just want to feel the win. That's really what oh, it is. It absolutely is. It that. is totally that because you've seen that, and I'm like, hey, guy, there's a psych- psychology behind all of this buying, and people want a deal. Yeah, it's just amazing to me. So when I say 80, 75 to eighty percent, it's of comps. Matter uh-huh. of fact, I did this yesterday. I think the lot I bought last night on Facebook is going to be one of my most, um, what do you call it? Like, so I'm not going to make the most money off, off of it. Like if I buy a $5,000 card and flip it for six, I've only made 20%, but I made a thousand bucks. Sure. Sure. This is the opposite of that. It only cost me 80, but I think I'm going to sell it for 150 to 200. So my, uh, profit margin, uh-huh. I guess is going to be, I'm going to double my money. It's just a small amount of money. I see what you're saying. I bought 40 Joe Burrow, 39 raw Joe Burrow rookies from a guy. I think eight to 10 of them statistically, I'm going to guess are going to go nine, five or better on grades. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to crush it. And same thing. Nobody you don't just, think he already like checked these and maybe he did, but I mean, I yeah. looked over some of them too. The thing was sitting on Facebook for a couple hours. Nobody made an offer because it was like cheap stuff. And huh. I, I do think we've kind of gotten spoiled there too, where people don't want to mess with cheap stuff. Like, Oh, I'd rather just buy the $300 Joe Burrow yeah. auto. They okay. don't want to go through the work. I mean, I'll it. go buy 80 bucks and make 150. Well, I think a lot of the guys who got into this in 2011 as like a quick flip, like a side hustle type of thing have left. So it's left more room for the guys who are still in it. Like Absolutely. yourself. I agree. Um, Rico Sorce, who are yeah, the top already- teams to look for in Bowman release coming out this month? So there's no checklist out that I've seen yet. Once we have a checklist and some information, we will get a baseball guy on next week, hopefully on Monday, uh, Thursday or Monday, either this week or next week to talk about it because it's a massive release. We just don't have a lot of info on it. Uh, Let's see. Next question is from 
Bernard Shepard. I'm trying to figure out eBay as a first-time seller. What's the three most important things to have in your title to generate the most views with the eBay algorithms? Or maybe that's nonsense and I'm overthinking it. Number one, send to an eBay consigner. <laughs> People think I'm just being funny or lazy when I give that take. Mm -hmm. I just mean it. Like you could send something to Josh and Zach at PC Sports Cards or to Matt at Five Star Cards. And it's literally going to get more views because they have a ton of followers. They're a safe seller for a bunch of people and they have great feedback. I, I don't under, I've never, and, and by the way, you pay the same fee you're well, going to pay anyway. say, especially for the pricing. Yeah. yeah. You, pay, you pay the same amount of fee. I've never understood this move, but if you insist on going your own way, fine. I understand it. Um, so you have spelling is big. This sounds oh, ridiculous, but it, it is, is. Yep. like spell the name correctly. Get the card number in there. Even I yep. think that's also really helpful. Yeah, car, if it's a numbered card, card number and add the letters SP. So people think it's a short print. Cause a lot of people will simply Wait, search. Don't do that. If it's not a short print, if it's, I just said, if it's numbered, put SP. Okay. Okay. You know, Derek Jeter auto. If it's an autograph, put the word auto and autograph in the listing. Cause people will search auto and autograph. Fair. A lot of guys will use the term. And I don't know how I feel about this. They'll put like rookie card. They'll put non-RC. Oh. Like it's a 2015 Tom Brady. Oh. Non-RC, non-auto. Some guys get way too carried away. Yeah, I don't think you have to do I that. I think it probably gets you more views, but I, I do think it also annoys people. So, um, but I don't know. I don't, I honestly, I don't do a ton of listing. That is why I always just say, just consign the stuff. I get pushback from that every time. And I never get it. Like if I could do less work, get more views and probably make the same amount of money, why wouldn't you do it? I you're making solid points. I don't know. Sportscardsnonsense.com under card services. Use a consigner. Matt Shones. Who do you anticipate seeing the biggest hobby movement among the MLB free agents this winter? This is an interesting question to me. It cannot be judge. The the greatest market in basketball in baseball you can go to right now is the Yankees. So, okay, he's already there. If he resigns, it's not like all of a sudden it's this big revelation. Trey Turner, I like, but I don't think it's going to move the needle much. The other guy he mentioned was Carlos Correa. I don't know if immediately when it happens it would do this, but it does get interesting to me if he signs in a big market team where he's on the spotlight again. Okay. I wonder. Okay. Interesting. Other takes. than that, I have not done a ton. Of, I only, I really only made reference to the three guys he mentioned. Um, obviously, to me, if Otani got traded this offseason, that would be by far the biggest move. If Otani got team. traded to a playoff contender. Yeah. I think his stuff would, I think it'd be so much anticipation. It would, it would be nuts. Can you imagine his card pricing overnight? That I just, would think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cole Benz, what's your favorite obscure or one episode Seinfeld character? He says that he's a fan of the Moyle. That is hard to be. If you're talking one episode, dude, this was tough. Cause everybody I started thinking of was in multiple episodes, more than one episode. Yep, I did too. Banya was the one I thought of, but multiple episodes. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, the dentist, uh, Oh man, what's his name? Oh, Tim. Tim Watley. Yeah, Tim Watley. <laughs> yeah, that's the tough thing here. There's so many non-one-offs. Yeah. Because if they're good, they bring them back for another episode. I guess technically Soup Not No, Soup Nazi was in the finale. Back. Yep. Yep. Because he was another he was one of the first I thought of, actually. Darn. Yeah, that's hard. Moyle's hard to beat, I I would say. I, I, I it was either that I was actually thinking those because these and these are a one-off that whole like oil group from Texas that George is sitting around like just oh, cussing yeah. with <laughs> that it was a pretty those guys are actually pretty good yeah okay but, oh oh no they were in two episodes who? I think the the two guys who stole the armoire from Elaine the, the, uh, eight, the, age the age age way, walk AIDS walk yeah. yep, yep. Who, who will not wear the ribbon <laughs> who will not wear the ribbon um Thanks for the question. That's question a baller call. move, by the way. Just grabbing an armoire and walking. I wish those guys <laughs> oh, were here I right now. It. Help my mother move in. Dude. 
Chris Huber, Huber, uh, what tops flagship and Chrome cards will be considered the true rookie for J Rod Witt Jr. Torkelson? So I think, because again, they've been a couple ones. He says, this, is it series two in the Chrome where they're SPs or it's going to be like an update flag? I think it'll be the flagship. The one where they are just a base regular because you're asking for the flagship. To me, a flagship rookie cannot be a short print. It Wait, has to be. What the, are you saying is the flagship? I think it's going to come out like an update. Oh, I believe okay. they were rookies in update. Oh, okay. I'm almost positive that's the case. That's to me is, is the flagship rookie because it's attainable. Flagship has to be a card that's attainable. You can go out and get. Okay. If it's hard to find, like it can't be flagship. Um, I hmm. love the next question, by the way, and I think you hated it. Well, it's more of the the name. Makino uh, Mua. Yep. Uh, maybe I did. Why is it that most content creators in this space, not sure if you did or did not. So first of all, hang on, hang on. We're going to break this question down. A, I would say this question is written in an accusatory manner, not towards us. But if you're saying we should give due credit, I would say, Makino, do a little research yourself and listen to past episodes. Because anytime we quote any source, whether we like, hate, whatever, I give credit where it's due. So that's fair. That's, that's point number one, but go ahead. All right. Uh, why uh, most content creators, um, not sure if we have or not, when covering news that sports card radio breaks, don't give them credit for it. They're one of the few people checking and calling out others in the hobby. Everything needs checks and balances. I absolutely despise them as people I've decided. Like I can't get However, behind them. The that's news, true. I don't mind, but we, but, but I'd say this anytime we've referenced a story they've spoken about. Yes. And how, and I would also mention they're pretty good about this too. A lot of the stuff that they find, they quote their source on. Yep. We've done that before where we have quoted the source that they've used because it's been public, Mm -hmm. but pretty much in general, when we use a source of any kind or we reference another content creator, we call them, like we give them credit for it. I mean, the, the TCG player today that we have no connection with them. I was, uh, I mentioned them. Yeah. I, and last week, I think I mentioned out another YouTuber who I liked their calls on old cards that are selling really well right now. Yeah. I, we do that with sports card investor. When we quote Jeff stuff, we've done that with sports card radio pretty much. I don't even know who else we would even use. Um, the other thing though, I would say they bring up an interesting point. Everything needs checks and balances. I'd say, keep that in mind on some of their reports as well. Although I actually like a, the majority of what they do, it actually, it's a little bit more my style. You know, yeah, I'm a little more sure. argumentative and pessimistic, so I kind of like it. Sure. I also think people need to keep that in mind when they put some of the things out there though. Is I everything think, just totally factual or are there some, uh, since is there some sensationalism with some of the stories to, just across the board, I guess I would say, but, but we agreed. give credit whether we like people or not. Yeah. No, always no. have always will. Other people don't do it by the way. Let me just answer this part of the question. This is why I liked it because people are scared. Oh, if I mention oh, this yeah. other person, they're going to go listen to their content. I don't care about that. I assume everybody who listens to our podcast, if you're taking the time to listen to a podcast yeah. about sports cards, you're probably listening to other, other things or yeah. watching other things. That's why I think it's ridiculous when people like hint around about stuff, but don't just say it. Yeah. Like all oh, this, well, this one guy at the show last week was well, buying, also, it was Jeff Wilson. Like, you're viewed as a positive resource as far as like where you can get content for other stuff. And then people want to listen to you more because they can go to you for ideas for other stuff. Yeah. And I just assume everybody knows what you're talking about. Why be cute? Just say what it is. I don't, I don't know why it's always been a, a, an issue with other content creators. It is funny because I, last night I was watching a couple of uh, sports card radios videos from the last week. And it's just like on most of their stuff, I really like the information. It's just like, stop the sentence. Like 
maybe 30 words in or before you end it. And I think they'd be fine, but they also, they always have to throw something at the end. That's like, you know, I'm a positive guy and that's, that's where it hurts me. But okay. Michael Burgess would like to know when does a comp change? Let's say a card sold a couple times, three or five months ago, uh, say in the off season for 150, 165 bucks. I bought this for 61 due to the fact that I thought it was a good deal compared to the last sold. Now, when I'm trying to flip it, everyone wants to be under my comp context. He's looking at a Trey rung Trey young rookie card. out of so, 99. so there's your answer, by the way, look at the Trey young market, by the way, this is a great and underrated feature. Hang on. Excuse Mike me. had to burp. Excuse us. I folks. had to burp. It happens. You didn't just do it on camera and blow Dr. it Pepper. in my face. Like you did before the show? Yeah. Wait, you finished your monster? I had Dr. Pepper. Wow. I don't okay. have a monster. So that is the answer to your question, by the way, Michael. If you were buying Trey Young stuff three to five months ago, that was the price. The underrated feature I was going to mention is if you go to card ladder and player index, it tells you in general what that player's market has done over the past three to five months, where with Trey, you would see, actually, I actually do this live because I'm pretty sure this is the case. I looked it up and I did, forgot to put this in my note. So if you actually went to the index and a player, we're doing it right now. This is live. Bro, you're doing it. Keep going. Okay. I'm trying. You're doing you're it. You're making me nervous. <laughs> Stop getting nervous. Okay. So yeah. Player, Trey Young. Hey, sh- you did it. <laughs> Yeah, Trey Young six month change negative forty three percent, which you would see if you've owned Trey Young stuff. That's why I've been buying Trey Young. That's why even though there is no exact comp for your card, his whole market is down. That's why I would say if his card was one hundred and fifty bucks, but his market's down forty five percent, I don't think sixty sixty one dollars is is average. I guess right now, because what has he done? So that is why it doesn't have to be an exact sale of that card for a comp to change. Quite frankly. If everything else is down, I would just assume that that card's down. Now, having said that, if the card was that much before and you paid 60 bucks, I'd probably hold it too and just wait till he does something. But he's a guy who nobody's paid much interest to in the hobby. You know what's interesting too about Aaron Judge, by the way, that was the guy I meant to say. Aaron Judge stuff. There's a bunch of Aaron Judge cards that have not sold since before the first round in the playoffs, I would say. Mm -hmm. Well, the comp was 500 then. I'm only trying to get 150 now. Yeah, his market's down 65%. It's not that great of a price. Makes sense. So, anyways, go ahead. Well, I was going to say on that same page where you're looking at the index. Go ahead. I'll I'll tell you after. Okay. Good grief. (laughs) Uh, On the same page where you're looking at the uh, individual card players index data, it also shows something interesting, their sales volume. So, it shows are people buying at these lower prices? And where Trey Young, it didn't show there's really a lot of people buying at these lower prices, but... The same thing with Donovan Mitchell. His pricing has been going down as overall cards. Excuse me. I think I also burped, even though I can't. You can't burp. I have a my esophageal sphincter no is too cares. tight. Um, but Some the sales volume, care. people are actually, there have been a pickup, a nice pickup of Donovan. In, of Donovan Mitchell. That's another good indicator. Like Trey Young volume, very stagnant. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell pricing is down, but volume starting to pick up. What does that tell you? All of a sudden, there's more demand than there yep. is supply. It's probably going to raise. Yep. I like Bryce. He sets up with us at shows. You remember Bryce? Yes. Oh, yeah. He, every time he texts me, it's a voice. It's a recorded one. Oh. <laughs> you got to hit play and you listen to this kid talk for now. Dude, just type the message out. Uh, quick plug for Pixel phones. They tell you, they give you a transcript for every voice message I you get. I don't even want to read that. It's a 47 second <laughs> voice. That's like reading nine pages. Bryce, you got to You got to call. If it's that many, you got to call. We like you, Bryce. Oh, I love Bryce. Great um, kid. Finish Ken from the Car Shop Evansville, who wants to know who makes better chili. Mm, I don't cook. Jesse does. I make chili specifically, so I don't Boom. like to brag about it. Nathan Hamilton wants to know, with Desmond Ritter, 
which I know who that is, being fairly affordable right now, is it worth taking a flyer on him and selling next year preseason hype? Assuming he's probably starts next year. Yep. Use the right word. It's worth taking a flyer. I Means there's a sh- outside shot. It happens. Absolutely. He is the, for people who rookie don't know for, like me, rookie quarterback for Atlanta. Well, you do know rookie quarterback for do. Atlanta. Yeah. They're not over. I mean, Mariota is not a long-term solution there. They have some offensive weapons there. In addition to him, I don't think in the off season, he'd be a bad guy to take a flyer on. Yes. Johnny Watts. A weird question, Johnny. Um, not a weird question. Tough question to answer. I should say what teams NFL are must win out teams. This is why it's tough. Like the Packers right now, I believe pull up the ESPN, the schedules. Um, well, I can t- I can speak to specifically to one team. Like Tampa Bay is five and five. When you say win out, most people win every game. Mm-hmm. They don't need to win every game. I mean, they're five and five. There's seven games left. If they finish eleven and six, which well, is not winning out, games left. Seventeen games. Eighteen games. It says week eighteen. Right, but everybody has a bye week. They play seventeen. Oh, that's games. right. Thank you. So, I mean, for win out teams, even like Green Bay, I think Green Bay is. Are they four and six? Uh, I thought they were five. Now, let me see. Green Bay no, is. They're not five. They're four and six. Okay. Almost positive. Well, well, you have the you, schedule, don't you? I do. It didn't show right there. I guess um, that's my point, though. There are so many guys. Like, unless you have seven losses, I don't think it's a must win out thing. But some teams that are obviously right on the cusp of that. Jesse's going to have in a minute. Four and six. So four and six, 11 and six. If they won out, Green Bay's probably pretty close. Realistically, that's a team that if they don't win out or come really close to it, you know, you're probably in, in trouble of, of just not making the playoffs. Also, a lot depends on the division. Oh, they're playing the Titans this Thursday. It's a big game for both teams, actually. Tannehill's you know, going to destroy him. Tannehill did enough yesterday to win. Like, that's what I mean, though. The Patriots are five and four. That's not a win out team because then you can finish 13 and four. Um, I mean, like, and I don't think these guys have a shot. Cleveland and Pittsburgh are both three and six. You're going to have to win out pretty close to it to do anything there. Um, the other teams, I just don't think it's even a chance. The one team I would say that has a, and I don't think it's even reasonable to think this, but it would be great to see them go on a crazy run. The Bears are three and seven. I don't think they, there's any world in which they can win seven in a row, but I would love to see Justin Fields and the Bears. They lost a tough one yesterday too. I was going to say, we haven't talked about Justin Fields, but his pricing is still... It, he has gone up and he, he has not fallen as of yet. Because he's he's statistically put up huge numbers, but then you lose yesterday to the Lions. If they win that game in their four and six, you feel a lot better because of the recent streak he's on. Mm-hmm. That is the one team that if I had to pick one to win out, it would be them or the Jags. I'd love to see one of those young quarterbacks get in the playoffs. So yeah, other than that, I think most people still have a little bit of time or they're just totally no shot. Rams and Cardinals, by the way, the other two. Speaking of Johnny, I would be curious if you know uh, about this, because I believe you are one of our Canadian listeners. The There was a big Canadian card show this last week Toronto. that um, I believe was supposed to do really well. Like they had a 17% increase in pre-sales on tickets. They were in a much larger venue uh, because they had even more uh, vendors sign up from their spring show. I th- I'm very curious to know how the Canadian card market is doing. It sounds like it's doing really where well, uh, especially when so compared to the U S shows up there. Yeah, that's, that's true a great too. Thing. Yeah, that's true too. So, um, just something curious. If you know anything about that, Johnny or any of our other Canadian listeners, that is curious. Last uh, question. Last question. Going back to Justin Fields, Zach Thomason wants to know, Justin Fields is getting a lot of love. Overall, his pa- passing numbers are not that impressive while his running has been carrying them another RG three, or is he different? That's a great comparison, actually, because RG3 would do the same thing. Robert Griffin III. Oh, yeah. 
You remember him, 2012. RG3. I would say this, Justin Fields, another burp. Man, no more Diet Dr. Pepper. You got to get a tighter esophageal sphincter, bro. I'm telling you. When you have one that works, we can talk about that. <laughs> the, what I like to see here with Justin Fields, though, is even yesterday, there was at least two. The, the playoff, um, playoffs, the touchdown pass to Cole Komet came off play action. That's an example of a great play action fake because of his legs, and it makes a phenomenal throw. He So although I agree, I think his legs have been the most impressive thing. Mm-hmm. Every game he makes a couple of throws and you're like, oh, this kid can throw a little bit. Yeah. Now, granted, some of that is only being is only there because there is such a fear of his legs. But so what? He's also like 22. He's going to grow into being a more effective That's and accurate thing, passer. The fact that he's so young. But if you look at him and Malik Willis, like Malik Willis, I don't think he knows how to throw a football in the NFL <laughs> against real fair. defense. Yeah. I've seen Justin make a number of throws. So I think, oh, OK, he deserves to be here. He's a run first guy still probably 50 50 maybe. But he makes enough with his arm where I think, yeah, there, there's something here. This kid could develop. And by the way, that's a team with not a ton of offensive weapons. So. You made similar comments about Kenny Pickett as well. Do you, who Zach do you Wilson. have higher hopes for? Kenny Pickett or, or Justin, Justin Fields? Fields. Or in throwing Zach Wilson in there too. In five years, I'd take, I think Zach Wilson's going to be the best of those three. Really? And I could see Justin Fields being number two, though. For right, a stretch at least. Lawrence as well. Ooh, I like Trevor Lawrence. I'd take Lawrence above all of them. In five years, I think Trevor will be better than any of those guys. Okay. Um, it's funny to me. You know the many starting quarterbacks. It's impressive. <laughs> Bro, you know sports boys here to bring the heat. So there you go. We're back on Thursday. Is Chris joining us Thursday? Uh, Card letter? He is. Yes, he is. Okay, so Chris is on Thursday. Uh, we'll be back. I'm going to do a day break on Card Shop Live one day this week because I'm going to get into that 84 Tops box and some other stuff. Oh, that's going to be hot. That'll be fun. Like I said, the monthly card show, the first virtual card show, I'll be taking part in that on Wednesday evening. Uh... I don't know. We probably got something else coming up. I'm forgetting, but whatever. The two giveaways we talked about with Solar oh, yeah. and Pristine. Don't so, forget those. There you go. There you go. That's your show. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify and, quite frankly, powered by Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, fun fact, too. If anybody cares, uh, there's a chance that we may be bringing video back or the Ringer may be bringing video Have back. Have you heard more about this or no? No, I haven't heard okay. anything else, but I did want to tease it because that was a big thing for a long time. People wanted to be able to watch the show. See what we're actually doing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know. You can see the disgust on my face when he hits the soundboard. It'll be great. So there you go. That'd be good. Brought to you by The Ringer, powered by Spotify. I think we said all that. Whatever. We'll be back on Thursday. Goodbye. Love you.